in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here. So grab your assigned seat, sit back, and enjoy this week's top 10. Brought to you by the Schmoes No Network. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to day three of our recap and review of December Films that uh, we didn't get a chance to do because of the holidays and uh, assorted other things and Matt going down to uh, walking pneumonia or whatever it was he was down with. I had the flu, <laughs> but I don't think I've ever had walking pneumonia. I have. It's yeah. hell on earth. Don't ever get it. Um, <laughs> As if I have a say in the matter. <laughs> All right. If you say so. I, I I had a say in the matter. If I hadn't stupidly slept on some... And never mind. I don't want to get in, in, into this. Is about the top ten show. I'm John Roga. I am Matt Nost. And uh, well, as we said, this is day three. We're going to review the Big Short today. The Big Short. Um, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. A lot of spoilers. So if you're listening to this, you haven't seen the movie. Thanks for the download. Stop right now. <laughs> Thanks for the download. Thank Go you for the, the download. Movie. Come back and listen to us talk about it. Um, Matt, what did you think about it? Um, I was really impressed that this came from Adam McKay. Yeah, right. The really impressed. Anchorman. Yeah. Um, I mean, anybody that gets that many shots at making films, yeah. you've always got a chance to make like a, a really nice, like sharp kind of film where yeah. it's just like you really understand the beats of this and know how to structure and make a really good film. Right. But to to do that with a complex topic and also make the passage of information entertaining yeah. and resonate so, such that now that I, I know a bunch of, uh, of stuff about that financial cr- uh, crisis, yeah. I knew like the outcome of the crisis right. and, you know, I, I was told what provoked it and things like that, but not to the degree of, wow, the underpinnings of the market yeah. were predicated upon bullshit. Yeah. Just, I mean, just... People with, you know, strippers yeah. with five mortgages yep. because they could just get money so cheap. That was such a moment, man, when he's like, Carell was so surprised that she had yeah. five mortgages. And when they're interviewing the two salesmen. Oh, yeah. And it's Carell and it's the guys from his office. Yeah. And and they they go like, hey, hey, this is all great. We want to go huddle up for a second. And the, the two sellers are like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. And they're like, why? Why are they telling us all this? And another one goes, because they're cocky. Look yeah. at them. They're arrogant about this. They don't feel guilt. They don't think they're doing anything wrong. Right. They're so proud of themselves for gaming the system and making a ridiculous amount of cash for yeah. no reason. Yeah. You shouldn't have access to this to, to wanton money that easily. Right. But look how many of them were prepared for what happened, too, because they just thought it was going to keep going. You oh, know? yeah. And that's how so many people get into this business on the lower end of it, or that, that kind of business on the lower end of it, and they just see the profits. 
They don't see how the they don't necessarily analyze how the profits are coming. They don't have a ten, yeah. ten you don't year plan. You don't see how plan. the sausage is made. Right, exactly. They don't. They're not like uh, which I enjoyed about Christian Bale's character. Like he's seen things three years in advance. Yeah, and just you knows know? you're wrong. Like when his investors right. come to call him, right. I want my fucking money back. You're so wrong. Yeah. Like just look at what I'm looking at, and trust me, I'm 100 percent right. Yeah. Yeah. And he was. I mean, it was. The system was being propped up longer than it should have. Right. At the end, once they hit the specific date that they were talking about when right. the loans, when they were the adjustable rates came in. Yeah. And everybody's got jacked up out of nowhere because they'd be getting nothing, you know, interest free money at that point. Yeah. Um, so knowing that it was coming that date, and then like when they go to uh, uh, Steve Carell uh, goes to the bonding, yeah. who, who creates the triple A's and whatnot. Yeah. And just saying, why the fuck are you doing this? Yeah. Like, I know you're lying. Yeah. I know you're lying. Was it S&P or whatever what he went? I think was it was it Standard um, Poor's? No, I don't was know. It, any... it wasn't S&P. It was in, there's like two or three of those rated, yeah, yeah, rating yeah. agencies. Was it, it wasn't, um, fuck, who was that? It might have been Standard & Poor, but I don't believe so. I thought it was because she said, like, if, if we don't rate the bonds, then you got to go. Then they'll yeah, go, you go down the street. Go Reuters or Reuters or something like that. Or Reuters or something like that. So I can't remember what it was. But yeah, yeah, I'd have to look it up. But Melissa Leo did a nice job in that little part, a little small part. A lot of people showed up in this film in little small parts that were, that were like, surprisingly good. I actually like the Margot Robbie thing. I think some people didn't. Um, I just I, I didn't like the Selena Gomez thing. That was fucking annoying. As yeah, that one was bad. Yeah, just because it it all those the reason they worked is because they were so fluid and dynamic and yeah. interesting, and that one just felt so staged and choreographed yeah. and just they had no chemistry between the two of them. Yeah, so they just had rotely memorized the lines. Yeah, and were just reading them off. You could tell. I thought the Margot Robbie went on. For a beat or two too long. Okay. When she calls the audience on checking her out. Yeah. We've already been checking her out. We don't yeah. really need to be, like, you know, slapped on the nose for it. That's fair. I just didn't think that... I was like, it's a cute scene if it cuts there earlier for yeah. me. Yeah. And it turns into, I don't know, something I just didn't enjoy as much. But yeah. th- at the same time, I enjoyed the living shit out of this movie. Yeah. Me too. What we talked about on the 2015 where I said, you know, what Wolf of Wall Street just goes... As Leo into camera saying, and it's this and this and this, this is what an, an IPO is. It's an initial public offering. Right. And then we set the price of, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> right, you don't need to know. You don't, because all you want to know is what we did with all that fucking money. Right, exactly. And he's, it, honestly, because the, the the structure of that movie, that's all I want to know. Yeah. I want to know about what this, this character did in excess. Yep. Um, whereas in this, just like, here's why. Yeah. And yeah. that's that's a great story that sadly hasn't been done right we love to revel in the greed and what the greed gets someone and then their downfall for that greed right but how they actually took advantage of yeah where the system was flawed and people knew it and they just kept turning a blind eye and saying ah dude homes are a safe investment yeah. and mortgages are a safe investment trust me you know these collateralized de- or collateralized debt obligations 95 percent triple a bonded mortgages yeah. well to see them break it down for me, I didn't know much about this. Stuff. I don't so, me either. Not not like that. Right, right. So to see the specificity with which they broke it down was at times was overwhelming and then other times I had my hands like two of my hands on my head. My two hands on my head. <laughs> I have more than two hands, but two hands on my head. Other Just, people felt bad and they were consoling you as well. Yeah, Rubbing your temples. Because they saw me. Trying to relax. It's okay. It's okay, John. Because <laughs> I'm just like, this is insane how this was allowed to exist. And by the end of the movie, is still existing in certain form. Yeah. You know? And it'll come back. Yeah. 
It's a shame. Like I, half of me was like, "Well, fuck! I better learn this shit and get into it because it's good money." And the other half was like, "Well, no, because you're raping the American public. You're essentially raping the American public of their money. You're preying on their were, stupidity. You you count on their inability, and just like me, to not know." But the that's all the market is. Yeah. All you're doing is betting that the other person is an idiot. Yeah, that's all you're doing with your money, right? And yeah, it's just when it's done to that degree. It's so blatantly obvious. It really is, man. That everybody got taken advantage of. Yep. But when when Corel late in the movie sits down with that Asian guy and the Asian guy starts the breaking down the fact that there are CDOs on top of CDOs. Oh yeah, when they're having on top dinner. Of CDOs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, so even more wealth has been wrapped up into this horseshit. Yeah. That I, how, like how far does the wormhole go on this? Right. Right. Cops are showing up. They're so <laughs> I mean, pissed off. Serious. They think we're doing an Occupy Wall Street. Not, no, not in this section of Los Angeles. <laughs> That's how specific I'm getting to where I live. <laughs> not in this section of this massive, huge city. Not saying where I live. Don't come find him. Don't but that's a rarity. I don't think I've ever heard. Just a one siren off too. Just one. Yeah, he wasn't. Was he trying to get somebody out of the way? I think so. Somebody out of the street. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. What did you think of the direction of the film? Because it was a uh, it was a nice little I'm mix impressed. of different. Uh... Yeah, and a uh, mix of different scenes and different yeah. uh, speeds of scenes yeah. and different styles as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was great. I enjoyed that too. I th- I was surprised, and I think it was a smart move. If I'm gonna make a film like this, I've got to, you know, make it so understandable to even the lowest common denominator. But didn't dumb it down, right? Didn't make it stupid. I mean, right. there were things where it was like, at times, especially Steve Carell, he would keep asking the same question, yeah. just in a slightly different way, and yeah. you get a slightly different answer. Right. And you could say that you're over-explaining for the audience, yeah. But you're also helping to flesh out a complex idea to make it digestible for people that don't know your world, exactly. So to do that to where I don't walk away and go, I was browbeaten, yeah. is impressive. Well, and it's interesting uh, that this along with Spotlight, this is also a thing that's like kind of an indictment of the system, something systemic, yeah. right? This is something in the system of the American financial system. You know, the fact that they brought Greenspan into this, the fact that they had real-life characters doing real-life things that actually happened at conventions. You know, these uh, these things that were really occurring, people were asking questions. People were pushing the um, narrative to get this exposed there were too many people in the way laughing at them or uh, seeing what they were doing and stonewalling them or for self-preservation weren't doing anything about it. They couldn't. And that's and you're right. Exactly. Too much of the system been wrapped up into this false belief that everything is OK on yeah. this front. Yeah. Like this is <clears throat> as much as people like when you invest in a bond, you know, that money goes to build this and the government pays you back at a slight interest rate you know it's a safe investment because the government always pays their money back (laughs) so we believe and it's one of those type of ideals of a mortgage is people who wants to lose their house you only take out a mortgage if you can genuinely you're working hard like the bank does its due diligence to vet every candidate we all think the system is safe whereas the bank was just given so much money and it, as long as they did it to enough people they may make money to cover the losses yeah 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 that it was fine but I immediately took all my money out, went to a credit union after I saw it. Really? I immediately took all my money out of the bank and just closed my account and went to a credit union. Because I'm like, this, this, this is, the credit union is a safer place to be for so many reasons. Banks are, they're built to take your money, use your money, 
and uh, and exploit your money and give you little to no return on your investment. And the percentage of interest on the savings, I mean, point zero zero three or whatever, it's a, it's fucking nothing. It's pennies. You know, if if there are ways around that kind of system where you can make money, and so I was just like, I'm done. I did a little bit of research after I saw the movie. I was like, boom, I'm done. Fuck it. I don't need anything in the banks. You know what I'm saying? Whatever I'm doing with the bank, I can do through a credit union. Yeah, it's safer and protected. And I, it's all made up. Yeah, of course. It's all right. I mean, that's what you got from the film. How much of the shit is made up? Yeah, but it, it, our entire our entire system is now, you know. It's held in a belief that a dollar is worth a dollar because the U.S. government says that dollar right. is worth this amount. Exactly. And now it's just a full-on esoteric idea. It's not. It's not like even gold standard is. We give gold that value, so that's why mm-hmm. it has. It still has, but it's a fictitious value. Like the rise of Bitcoin just shows you. Oh yeah. The money is just an idea. I mean, that has value because, I mean, people believe it has value. Right. But you can now use that to buy tickets to Sacramento King games. Yeah. Or Warrior games. Or if you want to buy this good online. Right. Or, you know, certain, like, uh, I'm sure certain doctors and certain this and certain that take it as a form of payment. And it's only payment, literally, because we all believe it has fucking value. Yeah, exactly. It, It doesn't, I mean... So our system, to me now, is just like, it's just an idea, yeah. and it only works as long as we all agree that that idea needs to work. Exactly. And then the moment we all go, yeah, this money, this, this paper is nothing, right. then we'll, okay. It's we, a societal, like everything else, is a societal construct, and we have to buy into it or else it has no, it has no value at all. You know, we used to. We always trade for good. We always had a. We always had a barter system or some way. Well, yeah, since the dawn of man, yeah, it has to, value because yeah. it saves my life. It feeds right. me. It clothes me. Right. It does something Pays that my is bills. Yeah. yeah, a necessity of my life. Yeah, and then now, <laughs> just like you know, ninety percent of the products you see anymore, are just like we really don't need that. Yeah. Like, I get these emails from things where I bought somebody something online for Christmas, yeah. and now I'm part of their email email list, and yep. I just never got rid of them because every once again they have an offer that I might be able to use eventually again right. for them. Right, And there's one for this one company. It's called Touch of Modern, and they just go, boom. Here's, oh, yeah, Touch of Modern. Yeah. Here's today's whatever yeah. else. And last night I saw one who was like uh, fucking like battle quadcopters. And I don't even know what that means, but that was part of the description. I'm like, well, do we really need this? You know what I mean? Like all the technology and the people that took yeah. it and making all the parts and the assembly and then the shipping and then the this and then this right. and then this and all this. Do we really need battle? Kind of, because it's fucking sweet. Sure. But no, because no. we could divert those resources to doing something else like, yeah, I don't know, ending poverty or something. <laughs> God forbid. But we got to entertain ourselves as well. Of course. Oh. There's always the balance as humans. Uh, what do you think? Of the, what do you think of the acting, like with Christian Bale and with uh, Ryan Gosling? And <laughs> Christian Bale, Carell? to me, is like the 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 one that I gravitated towards okay. as I watched. But it is nothing against Gosling and Carell, especially right. because they're excellent. Yeah, but Christian Bale, especially with the wonky eye. Yeah, but just got. So, I I just truly believe that he was this kind of what you said before, autistic yeah. guy. Seemed like yeah that saw this yeah. Trust me, you're wrong. And I just so thoroughly believe, because he's also the, the first domino. Yeah. When he goes to, like, Goldman Sachs and says, I want to bet against the market. And they have to create the yeah. idea of that for him. So he can't be like, oh, look at this asshole. Hold on. <laughs> we got to talk about this. Can you believe 
this shit when they do that side conference? Yes, of course. What do we, how yeah. bad do you think we can rape him is basically what they're having a discussion about. How much do you think we could bilk out of this guy until right. he folds right. and sells his position or what? You know? But that tells you what the banks are. They will willingly take your money to fuck you over. Willingly. Yeah. Any of these investment, whatever. They're betting it just like you. Yeah, yeah. With or for, or, you know. Yeah. It's a crap staple. Right, and that's why I like near the end where all those people had nothing but egg and pie on their face for being so doubtful of what these people knew so far ahead of time. And when oh, yeah. it all came down, like even Carell in the office with that, with his, well, the black lady, I think it was his boss or whatever, she, he went in there and she, you see her, like she's like everything, the cuts are all over the place, people are crying. And you really get a human uh, cost to this whole thing, which is why at no point did I feel anybody was a protagonist in this film. I, and nor, nor necessarily an antagonist either. It's no, just it was, truth. The system overall was the antagonist. Right, 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 right. Just right. this, I mean, huge monolith that is... There's nothing going to be able to stop it from yeah. from mowing down. It's just it's coming. Yeah, it's death. Yeah. And good luck to you. <laughs> but it's going to destroy. Once you see the total devastation. Yeah. Of like Lehman Brothers, right? Going down. Right. You're like, wow, that has existed for a long time. Yeah. And didn't like something Rothschild get destroyed as oh, well? Oh yeah, absolutely. And the Rothschilds. Have I mean, yeah. have been some of the biggest players in international politics just because they were the Bank of England, and the right. Bank of England was the most, you know, one of the most powerful because they were the financial, they were the New York yeah. of a hundred years ago, hundred fifty years ago, yeah. and they controlled the world's financial, you know, goings on. Right. So this one family was so badass, and always, you know, they have a bunch of things that people still attribute. It's like when there's blood in the streets, it's the best time to invest. Right. You can get everything the cheapest. There's money to be made, you know, in the war manufacturing. There's yeah. money to be made here. When others are running, that's when you put your money in. Yeah. Because you can get everything for way cheaper, and you can reap the huge rewards, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> but they got mowed down. Yeah. And, along with everything else, because this system... I mean, mortgages are huge. Yeah. Think of all the homes. Yeah. So many mortgages. People have this, they have to own a home. Yeah. Right. It's beaten into you as an American, Mm -hmm. as a good American. You buy a home. And to know that, like, I don't know the percentage of the number of mortgages were bad. Yeah. But it seemed like, you know, it's obviously enough to take down the system. Sure. But I don't know what the total, did they tell us in the film? Because I remember, like, bail kept coming out. And taking off yeah, that percentage, numbers, yeah. and I just assumed that was the percentage of the number of mortgages that needed to fail for him to be right. And he had, that's why he was depressed. Of he had to keep updating it as yeah. he recalculating, going, okay, they can only bullshit now until this point, and then it's just going to be catastrophic. Well, does that mean does that mean at the end when he pluses that that there were that many mortgages percentage wise? I think that was the percentage failed. I, no, the percentage of return on oh, his investment yeah, was there we that. Go. Yeah, that was my guess. I need to find a guy like that. <laughs> yeah, give him some of my money. Now he's investing in water. Yeah, which is look what happened. In Flint, what's going on in Flint, Michigan? That's it's a valid point. Yeah, to invest in this water. Of course, there's it's only so much fresh water. It's a resource, man. And companies like Nestle don't believe it's you know. Yeah, anyone owns that. They can be privatized and they can take it over. And now right. they own the water, and you're like, no, that doesn't. The World Bank does that in third world countries too. It's yeah, shit like that. Just shit. like you can't own, you can't privatize water. I don't think we're. Uh, I think we're hurtling towards the end of society. I really do. And I don't mean to be like, 
I don't mean like tomorrow. I just mean we are really going there. Uh, listen, I... Eventually, we're going to... I put, know one other person that genuinely believes that the world is going to end in our lifetime. Really? I don't believe that. But well, I, I do believe our society is coming to the end. I, I believe that. You do realize, though, that... Keep listening to the podcast. You're, you're, oh, until the bitter end. <laughs> until the end. And guess what? We'll release a fucking recap show a day <laughs> until we get there. We'll recap the we'll earth. Recap. We'll, we'll recap, recap America. Exactly. We'll recap the four horsemen. We'll recap all of it as it goes down. <laughs> Whoa, did you see that? First off, when the, the, the reckoning comes or whatnot, we apparently didn't get taken oh, straight into heaven. that is amazing. I, I did not anticipate that. <laughs> yeah. So now we'll be around. People are going to be wanting... Uh, we yeah, fin- but just we that finally idea. made it, man. Anyway, <laughs> that idea that the world is going to end, yeah. or society is going to end, every generation, there have been numerous people that have believed that for yeah. as long as society has existed. I guess you're right, man. I, I, I think it's, I don't know, I think it's always been related to war. My belief is this is not about war. This is about the but, fallacy of the social <laughs> things we construct. You can go Google right now. There's been a few different uh, studies and articles that have yeah. been put out, and right now is one of the most peaceful times in world history. Right, exactly. I don't think it's a war-based thing where we're going to go away. I think it's this idea of the... Uh, Overconsumption, the, I think, will may get us sure. before anything else. I think that's part of it, but also the separation between the wealthy and the not wealthy. It's become way too big. When it becomes way too big, eventually the not wealthy rebel and there is revolution and there is blood in the streets and there's fights and there's like we've seen it through the numerous times in our history where they break into the rich people's houses, they take their shit and this is what will happen in mass. And at that point we'll have to start the fuck all over again. So that's what I'm saying. I think this version of our society, unless we make changes like uh, across the, across the world, uh, eventually, I believe we are doomed. You know, ISIS is a terrible thing that exists. No, okay, no. Here we go. Yeah, let's let's slow down. What do I know? Big short. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get back. Stay on topic. Stay on target here. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was spinning off into the eth- eth- ether. Uh, yeah, yes. it happens. Anyway. <laughs> we go on tangents. Yeah, yes, I apologize. <laughs> Um, good. What do you think about the Brad Pitt stuff and those two kids? Did you like that? I I think they were the closest thing for me to coming to a protagonist because they were these underdogs who were trying to get seen by the big dogs. Um, well, and but, then but then they get the cost really in yeah thrown in their face as yeah. Brad Pitt. Like that's that's where his character, the resolution of his character, yeah. made the previous that much more enjoyable. Yeah, to reflect upon, just you could tell. He knew the system was flawed. There's a reason he got out. Yeah. It's this greedy, corrupt, disgusting world. People hold it up to the highest, loftiest standards because it's Wall Street and it's yeah. these financial institutions, this yeah. rich tradition, and, and you know they're classy individuals, it's gentlemen and all that shit, and he's seen the inside. Yeah. Like, no, it's a butcher shop, yep. and they're just sending out the sausage to the people, and you buy their bullshit. Yeah. So the fact that he goes back in to take advantage of them, to punish them, knowing that that punishment to them is going to hurt people. Yeah. But it's coming regardless. Right. So why not try and teach them a lesson as I'm doing this? But yeah. as he's literally walking out of frame, basically like, what do you think we did here? Yeah. And then left the two younger kids to sit and stew with the thought of, fuck. Yeah. This is the system we love so much because we're gaming it and we think it's all fun and games. We're just, you know, maybe making money off other people yeah. like ourselves to see the real world cost of yeah. betting against mortgages. Yeah. Of knowing that people got taken advantage of on such a mass scale that it's unfathomable until you see the destruction. Yeah. 
Did you? Uh, I like the idea. Uh, I like what they did with the film in terms of giving you the backstory of these characters, like Christian Bale's backstory. You threw in Carell's the his brother's suicide. You threw in the stuff going on with between the two kids with their moms and stuff and how they started out in the garage. You know, you got a good background. I don't think we got anything on Gosling too much. No. You you got a background of these characters so that you were able to, in a conventional movie way, like uh, attach yourself to these characters and what they were going through. Um, But all of them were so kind of out of the norm in terms of what we would can what we would consider to be heroes. Uh, that it was uh, on the audience, I think, to go to them, to come to them, as opposed to them coming to you with their portrayals. And I thought that was a, a, a big ask of a film like this, and it was, and it, he should get credit, McKay, for pulling it off. Yeah. You know, because uh, I did not anticipate that, this kind of film. When I walked in, I did not anticipate this kind of no. film. You no. Know? I, you know, it's seen a couple of reviews, <laughs> yeah. and then went, you know what, I want to see that, so I'm not going to look at any more reviews. Right. Just to get, but I needed an idea of what it was, because... It's called The Big Short, and it's coming from Adam McKay. Yeah. So in my head, I'd be like, okay, what kind of comedy with is it? With Steve Carell. Yeah, so with like, What Steve kind Carell. of comedy is this? But after Foxcatcher and a few other things, when oh, Steve Carell movie comes out sure. in December now, I assume he's in a dramatic piece. That's a good point. But I thought it might have been a drama, comedy, or something. Right. Didn't know. Um, I just figured it was McKay's first foray, foray into drama. Yep. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, I I liked it. I, I, what you talked about before, fleshing out of the characters. Once again, I just think McKay did an excellent job. Yeah. Um, I hope he does more. Yeah, I mean, what could he tackle next? It would be interesting to see if he's really... like Because he's almost an... Ex- he almost took what, what, what Roger Moore would make a whole documentary about and made it accessible without necessarily human villains uh, and made you understand what was happening and then made you really leave the theater with a lot to think about. And a lot, and it's your choice how educated you want to get about these kinds of things. Because no matter how educated you get, they're constantly changing the playing field. And so he's yeah. just let, he's just letting you know that, like that whole blurb at the end where Gosling's like, "Yes," and all these people went to jail, and all this stuff happened, and we changed the whole system. And he's like, "Yep, none of that happened. We went right back." One in. guy went to jail. One guy went. Some random dude went yep. to jail for shooting his mouth off in, 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 on a text or on a phone conversation and stuff, or in a deposition, I think it was. And so I was like, okay, this is the cost. And I and, and when people were clamoring, and this is interesting because it made me kind of rethink the Tea Party just a little bit because they were the ones saying that there shouldn't have been a bailout. We should not have bailed out. And I wonder what would have happened to our society if we hadn't bailed out. Like, really, would have been would have our entire financial I don't know. Like collapsed? It, yeah. Wow. I mean, that's how close we came. It's really that's what it hit me in the film at one moment. I was like, "Fuck!" It just really gives you and puts you in that place of like how close we came to losing our entire financial structure as a country. Like Iceland or Greece had to go through. Like the America, the number one superpower in the world would have had this happen to them. Yeah, it's it's a question for the ages now because yeah. it's a what if. It's it didn't happen this time. Maybe it happens another time. Who knows? Uh, it could. Well, yeah. Guess what? People are eventually going to screw the system up again, yep. and then it's going to get gamed, and it's gonna, you know, something bad is going to happen. Right? It's inevitable. You, you can't do those types of things and have it walk away squeaky clean right. every time. It just right. doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, it's a scary thought. What if? What if? What if we had failed? What if we had bankrupted the entire? It's, it would have been easy had we bankrupted this country, though. Yeah. We would have bankrupted the world. Yes, absolutely. Because now all it, China has so much of its money wrapped up in our debt, right? And all for our manufacturing goods, and they go down. Yeah. And then 
you know, Germany goes down, and then Great Britain goes down, and then there goes all of Europe, yeah. and Russia was already teetering long before this, and it's just fucking, it's done. Yeah. It's done. There's nobody. If we went down, if China goes down, I don't think we can sustain it. Nope. Without them. Um, yeah, there's a few countries just like, they're a little too, they're a little more important. They generate yeah. more. Their economies are stronger. Yeah. If they... That's the full full overall system. There's yeah. your true underpinnings. Well, and they did uh, analysis on, like, chi- if China ever called in all our loans, we'd be dead. Like, w- our society would be over. If China ever called in all the loans at once that we have with them, w- we'd be over as a society. If they ever wanted to take us over, that's the way they could do it. Because they own, apparently, 60 to 70% of the country, like, of the const- of the of uh, the contracts and the businesses and whatever it is, a bit like all the buildings and the kinds of, like China owns a, a bunch of our country. There's and no way that's I'm, it's sixty to seventy percent of our country. I'm telling there's, you, there's no way. I'm telling you, there's no way. They have they've bought a lot of our debt and bonds and whatnot. Sure, they own a ton of our our national debt. That's what I mean. But I don't even think they own the preponderance of our national debt. I think that that honor resides with another country. I believe so. Which country? What other country? I think because there's so much of a China scare that that got built up and people believed it. But I like I Japan for a long time owned a huge chunk of our national debt. Right. But I I, I don't even know at this point because we've been such a safe bet that the world has put their money in us time and again. Right. That's why we're the number one economy because we always pay off. Uh, Um, We're the safest bet. I'm sorry. It's six to seven percent. I'm not not sixty to seventy. Six to seven? Six to seven. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I that's a huge amount. Because <laughs> we as citizens own a huge chunk. Right, right, right. Like, uh, you know, Social Security owns a huge chunk of right. the national debt. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. weird, the system bought the system, and now the system pays the system. Yeah. And it's a good thing. And it's one of those of, I, it makes sense, but it doesn't make sense that we do this. Right, okay. right. And you just kind of put it out of your mind because somebody else's problem, not mine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's too big for me. Yeah, it is. Uh, if, okay. <laughs> And I think that's what the movie exposes that shows you, like, that's how big this thing is, you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm it's glad. It's just too complex an idea for any one individual, like the average person, yeah. to understand. Yeah. Um, so would you recommend it? 100%. Yeah, me too. Me too. And uh, and don't think it's all just like talking above your head. It's actually very easily accessible. And uh, if you have any modicum of intelligence, you'll get it and figure it out. And, and it w- it should affect you the way it affected uh, Matt and me probably and watching yeah. it, yeah. I mean, like how how deep this thing went and how close we came to falling apart as as a as a financially as a country. So, uh, what do you want to say? Anything else? Uh, that is it. We're getting really good at ending it this th- right on thirty. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, if you want to contact the show, it is top ten podcast at Gmail. Uh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter at top ten show with T E N spelled out. Oh yeah, top ten podcast is spelled out entirely. Yeah. Uh, follow us on or like us on Facebook at the top 10 uh, follow Matt at Mad Nost follow me at the Roca says R-O-C-H-A uh, and then we've got one more of these to do which yeah we'll do... we got one more coming up and that'll come out on Friday, on Friday. this is Wednesday that you're listening to this right um, well, hopefully or whenever you're listening to it we released it on Wednesday oh yeah we released it on Wednesday yeah yeah and then uh, tune in tomorrow for our top regular weekly top 10 show yes um we think Thursday. we know the topic already. Yes. So we'll be recording that in a couple of days. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for listening. And uh, look for the fourth one coming out on Friday. Friday. Bye-bye.